This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Gap in fentanyl testing. How a grieving family is trying to fill that gap. I'm Cheyenne Corrine. Also ahead, do you use Slack for your office communications? There are a few bots on there, but so far no artificial intelligence, but that'll soon change. We'll talk about that with the Washington Post in 15 minutes. 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Two of the four Americans kidnapped in Mexico have been found dead and two others are alive and back in the U.S. Reporter Chris Fox in Austin. Mexican officials believe cartel members mistakenly identified the four Americans as Haitian smugglers as they drove into Matamoros from Brownsville, Texas, Friday for a medical procedure. They were kidnapped after a gunfight. Now, according to the governor of the state of Tamaulipas, Amerigo Villarreal, one of the surviving U.S. citizens, was wounded. The other is okay. Mexican authorities say they have one person in custody. After back-to-back snowstorms, parts of California are now looking at heavy rain in the forecast and concerns about flooding. Nevada County emergency crews are working to clear roads and storm drains of snow and ice. KOVR-TV's Madison Keevy reports that some homes and businesses are without power. The weight of snow on trees has toppled them into power lines. Many of the issues are tough to access due to snow and the size of some of the fallen trees. For businesses like Grass Valley Pasty Co., a few days without power meant they lost perishable ingredients and what would have been money to pay their employees. The reason they gave online for the delay, PG&E couldn't access the affected equipment. There has been a few eyedrop recalls over recent weeks, including one by the FDA for Pharmedica USA. More from CBS's Matt Piper. Recall notices are warning people that the product is non-sterile, meaning it may contain germs and bacteria. And that, says Mount Sinai New York eye doctor Neha Sheikh, says can lead to even more problems. It can actually go through your tear ducts into the nose or the mucosa or the rest of the part of the body, and that can lead to other types of infections. Five people have been permanently blinded linked to recall drops. Matt Piper, CBS News. If your child is a high school athlete, a study shows the number of head and neck injuries is climbing. CBS's Steve Futterman with details. Head and face injuries, which include concussions, are the most common. After that, ankle and knee injuries. While the overall number of injuries has decreased, head and neck injuries are going in the opposite direction. And the severity of injuries is also on the rise. With security concerns over apps like TikTok, Democratic Senator Mark Warner of Virginia is co-sponsoring legislation that would give the federal government the authority to tighten controls over companies that operate within hostile foreign countries and collect the personal data of Americans. We need a more comprehensive approach to evaluating and mitigating these threats. Republican Senator John Thune is also a co-sponsor. Oklahoma votes no on a recreational marijuana plan. It joins other conservative states that have rejected full legalization. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 
10.03 on WTOP. It's Tuesday night, March 7th, 2023. Georgetown at 44. We're heading down to the 30s, even the 20s. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis for the top local stories we're following this hour. A D.C. police sergeant is charged with killing a man and violating the victim's civil rights after the man tried to drive away when police woke him up inside his running car in Northeast. They noticed a gun in his waistband. Let's get the story tonight from WTOP's Megan Clorty. In August of 2021, a group of D.C. police officers walked up to a running car, wondering about the state of the driver. Body camera video shows they found 27-year-old Antoine Gilmore sleeping in the driver's seat with a gun in his waistband. After tapping on the window and waking him up, Gilmore tried to drive the car forward, and D.C. Police Sergeant Ennis Jevrick shot him 10 times. Shortly after the shooting, Chief Robert Conti said the incident went against department policies. In a federal indictment charging the 41-year-old with second-degree murder and a federal civil rights violation, a grand jury contends Jevrick willfully deprived Gilmore the right to be free from the use of excessive force. Jevrick has been on administrative leave since the shooting. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. An 18-year-old student from Wise High School in Prince George's County has died in a serious crash today. There's pieces and parts of the car scattered all over the street. It's a white BMW that's completely demolished after smashing into a landscaping truck that was parked along Ritchie Marlboro Road in Upper Marlboro. Acting Deputy Chief Anthony Klein with Prince George's County Police. Officers, once they got on scene, they identified an 18-year-old female deceased. She had been sitting in the passenger seat of the car. An 18-year-old man who was driving was injured. Both of them attended Wise High School, which is located near the crash scene. The cause of the crash is still being investigated. In Upper Marlboro, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. It was a double shooting in Montgomery County today that led to several schools being placed on lockdown for a time. WTOP's Mike Marillo with an update. It was around 12.30 when bullets started to fly on Lake Landing Road near Montgomery Village Road. Two people were hurt and the shooter ran off. Officers arrived and found two males of an unknown age suffering from non-life-threatening gunshot wounds. Sheriff Goff with Montgomery County Police says as a search for the shooter, the Montgomery County Public School System made the call to have everyone shelter in place at five area schools. That has since been lifted. While not giving the ages of any of the people involved in the shooting, Goff says the accused shooter, who was a male, was found and arrested. This was an incident contained between the individuals involved. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Two people shot are expected to fully recover physically. D.C. police on the lookout for a prisoner who escaped custody today. 22-year-old Kenneth Phillips was being held on carjacking and burglary charges from a case in November. Police say Phillips managed to run away from authorities as he was being treated at Howard University Hospital about 8.30 a.m. Authorities are asking anyone with information on his whereabouts or anything about this to call D.C. police. A family is working to change drug testing policies in Maryland after their loved one died from an overdose in October. Josh Seams died from an overdose on his 31st birthday. His mom and I ended up calling for a wellness check. Found him unresponsive um, and cold on his bathroom floor. His partner Melanie Yates and family are pushing for legislation to require Maryland emergency rooms to test for fentanyl on toxicology screenings. Maryland Delegate Joe Vogel of Montgomery County says more accurate information is required. We need data-driven solutions to this fentanyl overdose epidemic. A majority of Maryland hospitals already do test for fentanyl. But I think this would really honor his memory and save other people's lives. Cheyenne Karen, WTOP News. You might call this campaign 2025. Virginia Delegate Eileen Fillercorn will not seek re-election this fall. 
Filler Corn is the first woman and first Jewish person to serve as Speaker of Virginia's House of Delegates. This comes about a year after she lost her position as House Democratic leader. Filler Corn first won her seat for Fairfax County in 2010. She joins a wave of lawmakers, many of them Democrats, who have recently announced retirement. University of Mary Washington political scientist Stephen Farnsworth joined us here on WTOP tonight. He says we're seeing lots of political retirements because districts have been redrawn. And so it's an easy decision if you're thinking about retiring within the next few years to choose to retire now because of the fact that you're going to be having to introduce yourself to a significant number of new voters. In an interview with The Washington Post, Filler Korn says in order to move things forward for Virginia Democrats, she has to leave the House of Delegates. She has acknowledged eyeing a run for governor in 2025. Well, coming up tonight here on WTOP, which D.C. chef is opening yet another place in Northeast, and how much is a a penthouse going for these days in D.C. if you have several million dollars just lying around, burning a hole in your pocket? It's 10.08 on WTOP. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Bob Imler in the traffic center. On the Beltway in Virginia, starting to set up the work zone on the inner loop after the toll road headed toward Georgetown Pike and the GW Parkway. You'll be getting by in two lanes to the left on the outer loop between those two points. Two uh, right lanes will be getting by there. Uh, on the outer loop. So both directions are setting up. An eastbound 267 ramp to the inner loop is closed again tonight. On 66, though, things are in pretty good shape so far. Traffic continues to run well in both directions, both inside and outside the Beltway on 66. On 395 and 95, pretty much the same story there. And on the Beltway in Maryland through Montgomery and Prince George's counties, no incidents or delays. Baltimore-Washington Parkway northbound at 195. Single right lane gets by the work zone. 95 is without delay both ways. We're in great shape on 270 and on 50 out to the Bay Bridge as well. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. Transparency you can trust. Bob Inley, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 is Amelia Draper. A cold Tuesday night across the region with lows in the upper 20s to mid-30s under clear skies. Strong winds again tomorrow, especially for the morning and midday hours with plenty of sun, will warm into the upper 40s to low 50s. Mostly sunny and nice on Thursday with highs in the low to mid 50s and light winds. For Friday, it's a dry start. Rain and maybe some wet conversational snow moves in later in the day and comes to an end Saturday morning. I'm not thinking we'll see any accumulation, but something we're watching. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Rockville is at 39, Ashburn 41, District Heights 42 degrees in some parts of our area, moving down to the middle 30s, but it'll feel like the 20s when you have north winds at 11 miles an hour and uh, the temperatures are in the 30s, it'll feel, as we say, like around 25. Not everywhere, but certainly in our colder suburbs tonight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. 1010. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour with Jeff Claybaugh. Fed Chair Jerome Powell indicates rates may go higher than the markets are anticipating. That sent the Dow down 575 points in Tuesday's session. D.C. chef Eric Bruner Yang, whose restaurants include Maketo and Toki Underground, is opening a new restaurant in northeast D.C.'s Brooklyn neighborhood. The Washington Business Journal says it'll be Latin. Two condos in a new waterfront building at the wharf have just sold for more than $7 million. A penthouse went for seven and a quarter million cash. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Let's see what's happening in the Asian markets, which had been mostly lower, and that remains the case. Tokyo stocks up about a quarter percent. But everybody else, Australia, South Korea, Hong Kong, and the Shanghai Composite Index, 
are all lower. Hong Kong, especially low, 2.5% down, and South Korea's Kospi, 1.5% lower. Still ahead, your interaction with artificial intelligence may be closer than you think. Details on how AI may soon be coming to a popular communication system for offices. Stay with us on WTOP. Here's Adam Toy, the chief architect for Rancher Government Solutions on Federal Insights Securing the Software Supply Chain, sponsored by Rancher Government Solutions. There needs to be this shared responsibility model against everybody, from the supply chain down to the infrastructure layer, down to the platform running on top of that infrastructure, down to the software itself. This is sort of a shared responsibility for everybody. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Rancher Government Solutions. Rancher Government Solutions, the leader for securing Kubernetes and cloud-native containerized applications for the U.S. government, has launched Rancher Government Carbide, a revolutionary supply chain security solution in response to the increasing threat to the nation's software supply chain. Carbide simplifies Kubernetes security management by providing a better, more standardized way for users to verify and validate that their software is safe and secure. To learn more, visit RancherGovernment.com. It's 10-12 on WTOP. Easy Cater presents We've Got Your Back, Up Singers. So I order barbecue for a 20-person client meeting. Easy Cater calls and says, Hi, Sarah, you probably need more food for that many people. Want us to add it for you? I say yes, please. Turns out they were right. Good thing they asked, because Joyce's meeting notes can be pretty sassy when she's hungry. Client meetings, Easy Cater has your back with over 100,000 restaurants. Order 24-7 on easycater.com and know. It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity during tax season because so much sensitive info is all together. Before we start the annual meeting of Sean's personal info, uh, has anyone seen Social Security number? Not me. Nuh-uh. Oh, no. He's been stolen. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. If you become a victim, we'll work to fix it. No one can monitor all transactions, but you can save up to 25% off your first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. Identity theft protection starts here. Coming up on WTOP, the curious case of Lamar Jackson and why the Wizards win tonight is described as... It was a crazy, I would say, turn of events. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. Now 10-13. Stay with us. Businesses don't run on automation or algorithms alone. What powers businesses are your people and the people they serve. At CentOS, your dedicated service reps understand what you need to help you keep your employees feeling safe, comfortable, and performing their best. So your business can too. For workwear, essential cleaning products, first aid and safety supplies, and fire protection services, visit CentOS.com. Oh, I'm ready! And get ready for the workday. We expect our information in real time. U.S. Med carries continuous glucose monitors, which provide real-time readings of blood glucose levels. U.S. Med is an approved provider for Medicare and over 500 private insurers. So call 800-730-8405 today for a free insurance and Medicare benefits check. As easy as... That's 800-730-8405. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. It's 1014. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. Until now, if you're not a tech worker already and you wanted to interact with artificial intelligence, you had to seek it out. However, it'll soon be coming to you if you use Slack for office communications. Washington Post tech reporter Garrett DeVink, who covers 
Google, algorithms, and artificial intelligence was with us earlier to discuss what's going on, this new addition to Slack. So Slack is owned by Salesforce, which is, you know, this giant company that makes a lot of the software that businesses use for sales, marketing, productivity, that kind of thing. They did a deal with OpenAI, which makes the chatbot ChatGPT, which some people might have been reading about or maybe even interacted with a bit themselves. And they've done a deal to bring that chatbot into Slack. So it's not available publicly yet. There is a test version that people can sign up for. But within maybe a few months, you know, it might be showing up in the Slack channels that people use at work, summarizing messages for you, helping you compose your own messages if you don't want to do that yourself and things like that. So in the most practical use, I've got to write an email to my friend and coworker Garrett once a week. Is that the, shall we say, the smartest use of AI currently? These bots, in ways that previous versions of the tech have not been able to do, are producing text and conversations that are really, for the most part, indistinguishable from humans. And a lot of people will say, you know, if I, if I say, this is, you know, these are my qualifications, uh, these are my, you know, I went to this school, this is the kind of job I've had, and I want this kind of job. Can you write me a resume and a cover letter? And boom, within a few seconds, you know, it's there, and there aren't any grammatical mistakes. It all makes sense. It might even be kind of interesting and flowery. What about all the stories that came out, and they were very recent, just in the recent weeks, uh, back a month maybe, about uh, AI starting to develop a personality and discussing how it wants to get out of the box, if you will, and be its own person, that kind of thing? Yeah, so the way these things work is they're really good at predicting what comes next. If you give it a sentence or a word, they can say, okay, this is what makes sense from that context, and I'm going to respond to it. And the way they do that is they've gone out and read pretty much the entire Internet, more than any one human could read themselves in an entire lifetime. And so what people were doing, if you asked it certain questions in a certain tone, it's saying, oh, this person is asking me questions about, say, do I want to take over the world? And then they go, okay, whenever I hear about an AI wanting to take over the world, I'm thinking about sci-fi novels or movies. Usually that AI is kind of evil. And so it starts acting evil. So it's not that it's developed its own sentience or its own mind, but it's just reflecting back within the context of the question of the prompt, what we've already put out there as humans in all of our novels and all of our news stories, Wikipedia articles, things like that. Washington Post tech reporter Garrett DeVink, he also says that now when you use Slack with AI, you've got to treat it like the rest of the Internet and kind of double and triple check, verify what you're reading there. Was it created by your colleague? Was it created by AI? look at the top stories we're working on on WTOP. Two of four Americans are dead after being shot at by gunmen and kidnapped shortly after crossing into northern Mexico. The survivors are back on U.S. soil. The latest details are ahead. A measure has been introduced in the U.S. Senate aimed at banning the popular app TikTok. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. 1018. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks as we go to Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Virginia, outer loop of the Beltway headed south from the American Legion Bridge toward the Dulles Toll Road. Setting up the work zone on the left side. Once they have it all in place, you'll be getting my single file on the right. And inner loop, two left lanes get by from the toll road headed toward the American Legion Bridge tonight. 66 west of the Roslyn Tunnel, they're set up with the work zone. Single right lane gets by. And other than that, for now, just on the ramp to 28 North from westbound 66, set up on the right side. 395 and 95 are doing all right so far, and uh, things are in pretty good shape. 
on the Beltway in Maryland. First, eastbound 267 ramp to the inner loop is closed in Virginia. Then in Maryland, on the Beltway through Montgomery and Prince George's counties, we're in great shape there as well. 50 out to the Bay Bridge, clear sailing. Baltimore-Washington Parkway northbound, uh, approaching 195. Single right lane gets by the work zone. 95 without delay with the lanes open and running well on 270 in both directions. To celebrate 50 years of fun and games, the Maryland Lottery just launched the 50-year scratch-off. It has a $5 million top prize, the largest scratch-off top prize in Maryland lottery history. Please play responsibly. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. We're looking at clear skies tonight, tomorrow, and Thursday as well. The clouds return on Friday. Now tonight, we'll have lows in the upper 20s to mid-30s with breezy winds. Breezy to windy out there tomorrow for your Wednesday with highs in the upper 40s to low 50s. To date, we're still the warmest year on record, but... Some cooler air moving in for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Temperatures for Friday and over the weekend in the upper 40s to low 50s with some rain later Friday into Saturday morning and the chance for some wet snow to mix in. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Up in Marlboro at 42, Centerville 42, D.C. 44. And then there's the uh, whole fact that we have some pretty strong winds from the north and northeast. Not always. Right now, winds are just uh, 5 miles an hour from the northeast in Chevy Chase. That's making it feel like it's in the 30s when some of our air temperatures are still in the 40s. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up on WTOP, first, we're checking in with the Park Service to find out what's going on with the cherry blossoms. It's going to be cold some nights, days and nights this week. Could that affect things a little bit? And then if you're a fan of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, they have something new, a plant-based version as people ask for healthier options, we'll check it all out on WTOP. Working hard when you'd rather be playing hard? Wishing you were clearing a level instead of clearing your inbox? Staring at spreadsheets but stuck on shattering high scores? Turn any time into game time with Samsung Galaxy S23 Ultra. With its large screen, long-lasting battery, and our fastest processor yet, you'll be ready to battle with bosses between meetings with bosses. And even if you rage quit, it'll still be there tomorrow. Take advantage of amazing carrier offers now at Samsung.com. Hi. I'm Rich Moresco, president of Ryko Kitchen and Bath. At Ryko, we understand the fears of remodeling. That's why we expertly guide you through the process to create the kitchen or bathroom of your dreams. With trusted brands like Merillat, Ryko has provided excellence in design, products, installation, and world-class service from start to finish for over 70 years. Your vision, our expertise. It's time to love your space again. Visit one of our 23 Ryko Kitchen and Bath showrooms today or request an appointment online at reico.com. Good to have you here at 1021. In Washington, breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. So can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. Heard of Uline? You know. The have-it-all-in-stock, ready-to-deliver, shipping and industrial supply specialists. The doing things for you that are unheard of company. Like keeping 35,000 business products in stock in our own warehouses. With customer service reps on the line to get you what you need, when you need it, 24-7-365. Every single time. Maybe you heard it here first. Want to hear more? Visit Uline.com. U-L-I-N-E. The shipping and industrial supply specialist. 
This is WTOP News. 1022, environmentalists, unions, civil rights, and consumer groups are expressing support for a measure to expand Maryland's commitment to offshore wind. The bill aims to modernize the electrical grid to transmit offshore wind energy. The measure would set a goal for Maryland to generate 8.5 gigawatts of offshore wind by 2031. It's now working toward building 2 gigawatts, pending federal approval of a couple of projects off the coast of Ocean City. They hide, they hitch rides, and then feast on fruit, threatening crops and forests. The spread of the spotted lanternfly has Maryland leaders expanding a quarantine zone, and counties near us are affected. Since 2018, you've been told to document, then squish spotted lanternflies when you see them. But now Kenton Sumter, an entomologist with the Maryland Department of Agriculture, says the quarantine zone has expanded to all but six counties in Maryland. The alarm is over the damage they can do. They do attack vineyards. That's the big one. And that's where we're focusing our efforts, are trying to give some support to our vineyards. They also favor apples, peaches, and other fruits. So now businesses and government agencies that move regulated items, think pallets, landscaping, and construction materials, are being required to get permits. It's an educational and outreach tool for us that tries to get as many people on board with identifying lanternfly and squishing them. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. We are halfway to peak bloom of our famous cherry trees on the National Mall. But with the temperature going up and down this week, there's a small concern this year's blossoms could be on track with one of the most disappointing blooms in the last few years. So far, so good. I think we're probably still on track for somewhere between the 22nd and the 25th. Checking in on every Washingtonian's favorite bloom, Mike Litterist with the National Park Service says the cold temperatures forecasted for the rest of the week shouldn't mess with the peak bloom timeline of March 18th through April 2nd. We would need temperatures sub-27 degrees and the, the blossoms would have to be emerging before we'd have any concerns. But with the blossoms in stage three, the blooms are one day off the timeline in 2017 when a late cold snap caused a majority of them to die off. Don't see any of those extremes in the forecast right now. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Reese's peanut butter cups are getting the vegan treatment. Hershey says it's Reese's plant-based peanut butter cups, which go on sale this month, will be its first vegan chocolate sold nationally. A second plant-based offering, Hershey's plant-based extra creamy with almonds and sea salt will follow in April. The chocolates are made with oats instead of milk. Hershey says people want choice. They are looking for products they consider more healthful or with fewer ingredients, including reduced sugar and some plant-based options. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think rest. 1025. Here's Rob Woodfork. The Wizards needed some late heroics, but they leave Detroit with a thrilling 119-117 victory over the lowly Pistons at the buzzer on Daniel Gafford's putback of a missed Bradley Beal jumper. He got downhill, got a good shot up. Kind of was a little bit over the basket. You know, I was just in the right place at the right time, really. You know, and just got the rebound, put it right back up. I wasn't aware of how much time was left on the clock. I just wanted to get the ball in the hoop, really. And then it went off. I was like, oh, my first game winner. Even with the miss, Beal finished with a game I 32 points on 14 of 21 shooting, but more importantly, the 10th place Wizards pull within a game of Atlanta for the 8th seed ahead of their miniseries at Capital One Arena starting at 7 p.m. A new CAA champion was crowned at the ESA as Charleston punched its ticket to the NCAA tournament with a comeback win over UNC Wilmington. On a day NFL quarterbacks dominated the headlines, Baltimore was the epicenter after Lamar Jackson was given the non-exclusive franchise tag, meaning the Ravens and the rest of the league can negotiate with the former MVP quarterback until July 15. But almost immediately after news of the tag broke, there was a curious flurry of reports that multiple quarterback needy teams are not pursuing Jackson. 
Meanwhile, the New York Giants ponied up as much as $160 million over four years for Daniel Jones, allowing Big Blue to franchise tag Saquon Barkley. And Aaron Rodgers was reportedly in talks with the Jets about a potential trade from Green Bay to New York. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Still ahead here on WTOP, what exactly did Tucker Carlson say about Donald Trump?